Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid, Scott! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darn on there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one time. From an impossible angle. Fun years are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith, Zach Cassian. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pulley Army back barring in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 check. Some would say that he sounds like a goat. That's basically the variation of opinion. I happen to be in the first column. Eddie Vedder is fantastic. The Seattle Kraken trying to stake their own claim to a piece of Seattle's history. They will play host to your Edmonton Oilers tonight, but not in the city of Seattle. Not quite. They're not quite ready at the Climate Pledge Arena yet. So instead, they're heading on the plane. That's why you're hearing from me instead of Bob Stoffer today on Oilers Now. Uh, they're heading on the plane, then they're jumping on the bus from SeaTac, which is about halfway between Seattle and Tacoma, and they're they're heading to Everett, Washington. Now, you WHL fans, you know about the Everett Silver Tips. They've been a great hockey team there for oh, creeping up on 20 years now. It's been a long time that they've been in that market. A low-key quality hockey market but don't take my word for it cam moon who we'll chat with at 12:35 today cam moon a whl broadcaster for 25 years he's got the whole scoop on what the pacific northwest is like as a hockey market so that is where your oilers are tonight we'll get some thoughts on that uh, taking on a team with an identical preseason record both sides 2-1 and 0 through three games so we'll set the table on that one oilers now of course Brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Well, you know me by now. We chatted Wednesday. Brendan Escott in the big chair. Cody Jansen stepping in on the other side of the glass on this and Oilers game day. Cody, you must be excited. First time we've uh, been able to do this with some hockey to talk about in quite a while. Yeah, I mean, we had all of August but we didn't actually get to talk about real games. So it's exciting. It's been awesome getting through the preseason now. You really feel that energy start to ramp up. And that's where we're at with, the, you know, certainly some of the players on this 
team. We've got your lineup to get to momentarily here, and it's it's not as young a lineup as I might have expected them to send for the first half of a back-to-back, being on the road as well. But uh, you will still see the likes of Zach Hyman in there, Derek Ryan, who you'll hear from in our audio vault, uh, Tyler Benson, another crack at trying to impress the coaching staff here. He'll draw in as well. So this is the story tonight. Uh, it is a game in Everett, 6 o'clock for your face-off show, 8 o'clock puck drop with uh, Jack Michaels and Bob Stoffer. They have the call this evening for the Oilers and the Kraken, who are coming off of a 4-3 win in extra time over Calgary. So, you know, that's going to earn them, uh, you know, some good graces around these parts, knocking off the Calgary Flames. Mark Giordano, by the way, uh, I think he, he scored in that one, didn't he? Yeah, he scored like a couple minutes in or something. It's ridiculous. What a return. Yeah, funny funny how things sort of write themselves like that and, and, and you know, ultimately end up playing out. So uh, on our end of things today, I mentioned you'll hear from Cam Moon, Oilers play-by-play voice here on 630 Chad coming up after the 1230 news. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses, horse racing Alberta at 105. We'll talk some Oilers, some of the stuff that he's been looking at throughout camp, as well as jumping outside of the realm of Edmonton We'll uh, find out what's going on in Toronto as far as Sheldon Keefe getting re-signed. Kyle Dubas maybe being at the end of his leash there. So some thoughts from Spec after the 1 o'clock news. And then it is the home debut, the the regular season opener for the Edmonton Oil Kings at Rogers Place tonight. You are welcome in the building. Tickets on sale. So we'll uh, tell you everything that you need to know ahead of that with Oil Kings Director of Business Operations, Daniel Troiani at 135. What does your ticketing look like? It's now a a virtual 50-50, so you'll need some information on that sort of stuff, and uh, we've got it for you here on Oilers Now. You want to keep in touch with us? You know how to do that. It's the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Live entertainment is back now. Hotel California, the Eagles tribute band, they take the stage on Friday, October 29th. Happy October, by the way, the first of the month. October 29th, Hotel California will be on the stage, and then legendary Canadian artist Gordon Lightfoot on November 17th. Details at rivercreeresort.com 780-496-0063 That's the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We are on Twitter. The show up over 38,000 followers now. We are at Oilers now. Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer and myself at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E, not an A, and Escott with two T's. Freshly verified, feeling real good about it. Would love for you to contribute to the follower count. Anyway, let's get into it here. Uh, Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. So we mentioned the Oilers and Kraken both coming into this game tonight, <clears throat> pardon me, with uh, two and one records. Uh, Seattle losing 6 nothing a few nights ago to the Oilers, who had a superior lineup dressed. We broke that one down for you. It is not going to be the same story for the Oilers this evening, so I expect a much closely or a much more closely contested game. And at this stage of the preseason, I imagine that's more what the coaching staff is looking for. How do these younger players especially compete in these pressure situations? So this is where you're going to see as we dip into the uh, the game day lineup report here. 
a bit of a change. No Connor McDavid tonight, but let me dig up this tweet here. Bob sent the uh, the rosters out, so let's uh, hang on. Let's bring it up on the fly here. Can tell you with certainty again. You're going to hear from Derek Ryan in the uh, the Oilers now audio vault, and he'll get to play alongside Kyler McDavid. Both of them are from Spokane, Washington. So getting to head down there and uh, and play in their home state for the first time. That is your top line: Derek Ryan, Kyler Yamamoto, and Zach Hyman. Your game day lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, list your old home. Sold today, Edmonton.ca. So, Zach Hyman, Derek Ryan, Kyler Yamamoto. Your line two is Colton Sevier and Tyler Benson flanking Ryan McLeod at center. Devin Shore slots in in your third line uh, center position with Seth Griffith and Brendan Perlini. Brad Malone, James Hamblin and Cooper Marodi making up your fourth line. Slater Cuckoo and Tyson Berry drawing into the lineup. So another look at Cuckoo. I believe this is our first look at Berry in preseason action. Broberg and Philip Berglund will make up the second pair as they have the last couple games and then William Lagason and Philip Kemp rounding out the defense. Stuart Skinner starts in net. Olivier Rodrigue will spell him rather than Ilya Konovalov. So there you go. A bit of a, a younger look. Excited personally to see Brendan Perlini build on what was an excellent game offensively. I think that, you know, he talked a lot post-game about wanting to stand out in other realms of the game. He's got three points in two games so far, but in order to make this team, they're looking for that, but they're looking for the ability to trot him out on the penalty kill, the ability for him to retrieve pucks off the boards or be reliable out there, you know, and and the relationship that's pre-existing there for Perlini and head coach Dave Tippett, they're trying to see if they can, you know, really really milk a full NHL player out of this guy because he's got the offensive ability. I think he's demonstrating that even still. But what what showed him out of the league, as has been mentioned this week, was the inability to get to the guts of the game. And when you're trying to push for a Stanley Cup win, not just to be a good team, not you know, you need to get into the guts of the game. And so this is a player where they feel like if he can take that step, he may well be challenging the likes of Tyler Benson for a roster spot. So uh, good segue here into the audio vault as we will hear from uh, Benson and, and Tippett and Derek Ryan as well ahead of tonight's game. So let's start with this. Tippett just giving his overall assessment on uh, what he's seen from the likes of Benson and Marodi and Cooper McLeod and the, and the guys jockeying for roster position here in the audio vault now they've all been solid but they got to continue to be solid and the competition as you go on in camp competition gets harder you know you start to see better lineups on teams as uh, as the exhibition games go on so they'll con- continue to see that but you know i've mentioned it from the start they both you know all those guys have come in in great shape so the first step they're putting themselves in a position where they can be successful now if I'm in a lot of those guys' places, I want to play as many games as I can. I want to show as well as I can, and that's what we're trying to do, put them in games, and and uh, you know we'll see where everything falls out at the end of next week. And Derek Ryan drawing back in again, and he talked about the roster competition in the bottom six specifically. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not ignorant. We know what's going on there. It's, uh, there's spots to be filled. There's spots to be fought for. Everybody knows it. Um, 
but at the same time we're teammates and we're trying to be professional about it. So it's good. I mean, I think that's a healthy environment in any organization, any businesses to have healthy competition within your, your ranks. And so it's great. I think there's a lot of great guys in there that can fill those roles, which is good too, because injuries inevitably happen at some point in the year. So, um, yeah, we're obviously aware of it and we're trying to battle and do the best we can to prove ourselves and, yeah, put our best foot forward. Now, out in Winnipeg, it was Ryan centering not these two tonight, but he was centering what we anticipate could well be the third line when the puck drops in a couple of weeks for real, and that is Warren Fogle and Zach Cassian. If this is the third line, Ryan was talking about getting to play with those two. Yeah, I look forward to spending some more time with Cass and Fogues in a real game situation sometime soon, but. Um, a little bit of time uh, in the practices for sure. And then, yeah, I've obviously have a good feel for Kyler. I've seen him play and practice with him a lot in summertime. Um, great player and it'll be fun to play two Washingtonians together there. And uh, Himes is a great player, strong on the puck. Um, try and get him the puck down low and let him hold on to it and make plays. And yeah, it's a great opportunity. Um, this is the fun part about preseason is getting us a little more chances to play and prove yourself a little bit more. And that's what I'm going to try and do tonight. In different spots as well. Obviously, we saw so much of the typical top unit power play in that 6 nothing win against Seattle. But we're going to have other players slotting in and seeing where they could possibly contribute on, say, a second unit setting. Um, you know, and that might be an opportunity for a guy like Yamamoto to stand out. Now, Benson is, is Tyler Benson, I'm saying, is somebody who... Really, he's got to play his way onto this team. For me, he hasn't done enough to separate himself from the rest of the pack so far in this exhibition campaign, but he talked about what he wants to accomplish in each of these games. For me, I just want to keep getting better as the games go on. I feel like I've been playing well, but playing hard, but uh, as the games go on, it's just going to keep getting tougher. So if I can just keep playing my game, maybe start creating a little bit more, uh, I think that'll be good for me. Yeah, and he talked about as well finding his way onto the score sheet, did Tyler Benson. It's definitely nice to be able to help produce that way. I feel like I've had chances. Uh, things haven't gone in like like, like I would want them. But, uh, I mean, I think my overall game has been solid. I've been good in the D zone. I've been being, been playing on the penalty kill, and I've uh, been solid on that in that role. So I think uh, I think my overall game has been uh, going pretty well, and I just want to continue to that and then hopefully be able to produce a little bit uh, as the games keep going on. And that's found money if you get a player that cheap playing in your bottom six that's able to contribute offensively. But he really hasn't shown me. I think he's focusing really hard right now, Benson is, on doing the right thing, sort of like I talked about, uh, you know, what Perlini is, is should be focusing on as well, or, or likely is, but Perlini he happened to find himself in a couple of great offensive situations that he capitalized on. But Benson, to me, seems like he's trying to earn the trust of the coaching staff less than flash on the score sheet. We'll see what he does tonight on the second line. Reunited with uh, Ryan McLeod and Colton Sevier, a couple of really fast skating uh, players for him to play with. Now, as for Derek Ryan, he's from the Pacific Northwest. So how does he think that the Seattle Kraken are going to fare in that market? There's a little bit of unknown there, but I think that Seattle has a rich history of supporting their their sports clubs, and I think the Kraken are going to be even exceptional to that. I think they'll be similar to the Seahawks in terms of, um, you know, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's excited, um, happy to have an NHL team nearby that they can cheer for. I know there's always a little bit of animosity there with Vancouver. Some people wanted to support them, some people didn't. Now they have their own team. Um, Spokane's definitely in there with a lot of people that are supporting them. So I think it's 
I think it's going to be thriving. I think it'll be great. And again, I, I'm curious because you talk to people from that market and they will say that it's sort of a hidden gem as far as hockey market goes, at least at the WHL level, at least at the junior hockey level. Pretty solid support for decade over decade over decade. So you get an NHL club in there and this rink is supposed to look pretty good. And I don't care what Reed Wilkins says. Those jerseys look damn good. You'll see the dark ones tonight. If you didn't like the white ones on home ice here in Edmonton, you're going to see the dark ones tonight. And hey, I, I, I won't do a sales pitch. You can feel how you want to feel, but I love that soft blue. Sorry, Wilkie. So that's on your TV. Uh, well, it's not on your TV tonight, but it is on edmontonoilers.com. And of course, here on 630 Ched, your face-off show at 6, game time just after 8. We'll press pause here on Oilers Now, back with NHL Today when we return. It's fairly normal getting there because we come, we park our cars at one terminal, get shuttled over to another, go through customs, get on the plane, you go down and... You know, with customs, there's the extra stuff of showing vaccination, showing uh, negative tests. And you go down and then turn around and everybody has to do the Arrive Canada app coming home. So it's uh, just a few more details in, the, in it, but hopefully everything goes smooth. They're traveling right now in and out of cities in the same day. So the travel schedule for the Oilers in this exhibition season, for all the teams actually, uh, it's been tough, to say the least. So a little bit from Dave Tippett there on what I've labeled as the rigmarole of getting in and out of Seattle and then Everett, Washington, and then bussing an hour back to the airport, jumping on a plane and coming home. But uh, that is the life. And uh, we are going to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. What's up, Cody? Well, we had a couple reports last night out of Vancouver. Elias Pettersson's deal looks like it's going to be about $7.7 million per year for three years. As for Quinn Hughes, a little bit longer, six years there. AAV of around $7.75. The team yet to officially announce that, but those are uh, what's kind of sneaking out right now. The Toronto Maple Leafs and head coach Sheldon Keefe have agreed on a two-year contract extension. That sets him up through 2024. The Chicago Blackhawks have signed Fort Saskatchewan product Colton Dock to a three-year entry-level contract. Contract. And a you know, couple of interesting tidbits here on the Olympic rosters. Countries have until October 15th to submit their long list of players for the men's tournament. That's about 50 players or so, and these players are subject to drug testing, and the final rosters have to be submitted by early January. Also tonight, NHL preseason action. you got Montreal and our nation's capital to face the Sens, and then Calgary. The Flames are going to host Vancouver. Interesting stuff on the Olympic front. God, it's good to have movement in that realm. You know, for so long, we sat there in a holding pattern and you just, you, you wondered whether it was going to come to fruition. But now with everything seeming to, you know, there's almost like a checklist of events now leading up to the actual games. And that's encouraging for me. They also talked about how are they going to release these rosters? And that's what I find interesting because are they just going to do it all in one day or are they going to spread it out where it's a bigger event where hey, here's Team Canada's day on a Friday. That's when they're going to announce it. Maybe the Americans is on a Saturday. Obviously, anytime they can get television, you know, audiences, more money for them. That's probably what they're looking to drag it out. I wonder how much that matters outside of a Canadian market, though. You know, like, we'll, we'll sit down and we'll watch the special on the, the roster announcement. I don't know that even outside of U.S. they would do that. I think you're very, very much undermining how much, like, Swedes, Finns love... 
love their teams. The international best on best, you're probably right. I, I'm probably selling that short. And you would know, you've spent plenty of time over in the uh, European hockey circuits. <laughs> plenty of time, yeah, <laughs> plenty right. <of> time. <laughs> you know, I like to pump your tires and make you uncomfortable. Okay, so if you're wondering what's going on on the Kraken side of things, uh, I'm tapped in right now to their beat reporter, and they are having an optional skate so it sounds like we will see the free agent acquisition Philip Grubauer take the first half of this game in goal. He'll play uh, actually the first two periods. This is from head coach Dave Haxtall and uh, noting that the entire Jared McCann line will stay together tonight. I don't know what that looked like against Calgary. So, um, you, you know what? I don't tend to invest a lot of stock into what I'm seeing preseason line-wise anyway, at least from the opponent's perspective, because each team is looking so internally right now anyway at their own evaluation they're not game planning for what seattle's doing they're trying to execute the oilers hockey right now and having all of their players buy into that system I mean, right now you're coaching to learn. You're not coaching to win. You want to learn what are these players going to bring, who's going to step out. And, and you kind of mentioned that earlier with Benson, with Perlini. You want to see them in a lineup like tonight take that next step, elevate themselves way above the others in the lineup and prove that, hey, you know, I'm a step ahead of these guys. We just got a text in here that says, letting you know if you have uh, like NBC Seattle, which is King TV, that you actually can see this game too. I don't know if I'm supposed to put that information out there, but if you've got an American cable package, it sounds like the Seattle station is going to carry this game live. So there you go. EdmontonOilers.com right here on 630 Ched, 6 o'clock is your face-off show, 8 o'clock puck drop with Jack and Bob live from Everett, but uh, you might be able to catch this one visually as well, should, should you so choose. Now, the uh, the other man that would have been calling this game, he's got the game tomorrow here against Winnipeg. It's Cam Moon coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.